Jim Beckwell. Brothers Grimes. It's Grimes with an S, you egotistical piece of shit. I remember the time y'all hoods used to be crimson. You know, hence the crimson hood gang. Them motherfuckers pink, nah. You know, mama used to say, Jim is such a sweet boy. You know what I said? Mama, fuck Jim, look what he did to my fucking eye. I am sweet. You're not sweet. I'm sweet. You're not sweet. I'm sweet. You're not sweet. Bitch, I'm sweet. You know what? What? I'd rather be dead than hear this motherfucker keep talking. <laughs> Welcome to the Ica Minority Podcast, episode 211. I am one of your hosts, Gigi Shuttlesworth, aka Bass Reads, and with me is the gunslinger, the ruthless. Trudy Smith. Trudy Smith, <laughs> aka Lady Godiva. How are you doing today? I can't even get through the intro. Lady Godiva is ready to talk about this. Lady Godiva is ready for this episode of the Aquaman Nerdy Podcast. This is the they, the Harder They Fall movie review episode. Yes. And Lady Godiva is clearly ready. <laughs> I Don't mind me. I couldn't get I couldn't get through the intro. She she done shot like two people already. God damn, Trudy. <laughs> That's how she was. That you know, you know, when you think about this, when you, when you actually think about this movie, I do love that Trudy Smith, stagecoach Mary, like all the women in this movie were the most gangsterous motherfuckers ever. Yes, like, yes, I was like, that's my time. Like I wanted to be there. <laughs> yeah, like they really, like he really, like James James Samuels did a, did a great job of making sure he de- he depicted women in not a in not a moment that was in not a um a a position that was weak or position of servitude. He made sure he put it in there that the women, because the women in the West were some of the most ruthless people ever. Like Stagecoach Mary, Stagecoach Mary, Stagecoach Mary, Cuddy, Cuddy. Mm-hmm. Cuffy, Cuffy, Cuffy is based. Cuffy is based on an actual. Is based on an actual West legend. Like Cuffy is. Cuffy is based on a woman who faked like she was a man to join the military. Right. And she only got caught. She only got caught because she ended up getting sick. And you know, upon upon getting sick, the doctor's going to check. You know, the doctor's going to check on you and da da da. And it's like, oh, you're 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 clean shaved. Oh, what what what, what what um what Jim saying the movie? Oh, clean shaved. So they found out she was they found out she was clean shaved. So she ended up getting discharged. So that so it is so the movie. So I like that the movie made sure that they picked a whole bunch of bad motherfuckers to represent the women. Yes. They made sure they picked a lot of badass motherfuckers to as the women in the movie because and like they said at the beginning of the movie. The, the 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 plot the plot of the movie is fictional, but the people are actually but the a- people were actually real. Mm-hmm. So I love that off rip about the movie. Right, me too. Hold on, Kathy Williams. My bad. I didn't want to. I, I I drew I drew a blank, so I wanted to make sure I went back and touched on it. Yeah, Kathy Williams was an African American soldier who enlisted in the U.S. who enlisted in the United States Army under the persona William Catherine. William Catherine. Wow, she was the that was fir- pretty brilliant, actually. Right? She was. I thought she was just going. William. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's some great thinking, y'all. You're gonna switch my name around. 
Right. Pretty clever. Pretty clever, fella. Makes sense. Right. She was the first. She was the first black woman to enlist, and the only documented woman to serve in the United States Army, posing as a man during the American. This is what they have because this is what the war was called: American Indian Wars. Mm. Of course, she was a Virgo. I just want to point out that this genius was is a Virgo. <laughs> so Kathleen, Kathleen was a Virgo. She was a she was a so so she was a soldier. Her gear she was because again she was she was active. She was a private. She served from nineteen I mean eighteen sixty six to eighteen sixty eight before you know, you know before they discovered that she was a woman because she started getting wow. sick and shit like that. That's she had pretty a, badass. Yeah, she had a great she had a great post military life too. But so I it'll be interesting to see it'll be interesting to see if with the popularity of this movie do they start to pick up do people start to pick up on these stories and then started doing like start doing like movies or or mm-hmm. mini series or something like that because Stagecoach right. Mary Stagecoach Mary Stagecoach Mary was such a bad motherfucker that she was like the first person to run mail for the United she worked for the United States Postal Service but she officially didn't work for the United States Postal Service because she ran this thing called we're going to call it gold gold routes right uh-huh. Now, if you get a goal route, you're low key. It's it's like a off. She's a she's off the books working for them. She's like deep under. She's like deep undercover with the post office. This is like this like I guess this is when the post office was like cool or some shit. Because she was like mm-hmm. running. She was doing routes that was very dangerous. So she was off the books. Stagecoach right. Mary used to carry a shotgun that was that was about the size of her. You wasn't gonna fuck. You wasn't so basically. They like basically you would bid on a route, and she won the route. So she was so she would be the one to run it, and then they started. She started doing more and more because Stagecoach Mary was a bad motherfucker. But before she even started doing that, before she was a a star route runner, I'm pretty sure y'all know what she was doing before she was star route runner. Her name is literally Stagecoach Mary. So. <laughs> Yeah, like these motherfuckers, like even Trudy Smith, like Trudy Smith, they said Trudy Smith was a ruthless ass thug that would that would go that would go above and beyond anything. As, as she said, like, there was like the lo- the the lowest thing she would do is pickpocket you. Uh huh. The lowest thing she would do is pickpocket you. They didn't say that that was like the highest. So that's the st- st- <laughs> what she tell that story in the movie. What she tell that story in the movie when she bought eleven. When she when she sliced old girl up, that was making fun of her sister. Uh-huh. Trudy Smith is a bad motherfucker. So I so I love so I loved everything. I loved everything about this movie. I loved the movie. So the movie, if y'all don't well, obviously you know what movie we're talking about because you clicked on this. But the harder we fall, the harder we your harder the harder they fall is a Western revenge story. It's a Western mm-hmm. revenge story. I think every I think uh I wanna say every Western is a revenge story, kinda. Is that when you wouldn't that be fair to say? Yeah, it would be. So yeah, it went so it went in there and it and it refer and it goes in there as a western it goes in there as a western revenge story by James by James by James Sangle. Now <laughs> I, I I do have the I I had the honor of talking to James Sangle. I mean Sangle, so I had Samuel, so I was sprinkling some shit he talked we talked about in when we spoke when we spoke about the movie. Shout out to Strong Sh- mm-hmm. Black shout out to Strong Black Lee, shout out to Jay Z for inviting me, shout out to James Samuel, shout out to I think Regina King was in there, Nori from you know, Nori for Drink Chance was in there. That's crazy when you say Nori from Drink You don't say Nori the rapper no more, you say Nori from Drink Chance. <laughs> Elliot will yo Elliot like I didn't say this in there 
And if you're listening, Elliot, hello, how you doing? Elliot Wilson is like one of my not not one of Elliot Wilson's one of the people I looked up to when I was younger. Mm-hmm. We'll probably have to talk about that on another podcast. But I remember you, Elliot. I, Elliot, look at it. I'm about, to, I'm about to, Elliot Wilson to prove to you that I did I fuck with you like that. Elliot Wilson, aka Yellow Nigga. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah. People that read Double XL know 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 what I'm referring to. If you don't read Double XL, we'll talk about it on another podcast episode because this episode is all about the harder they fall. It's not by Elliot Wilson. The God. He low key start, he low key started shit talking blogs like without even having a shit talk. We we're gonna talk about him another day. Okay, anyway. <laughs> but in the but in the in the little press junket that they had or whatever, when we was talking about the movie, we were always discussing the movie. He talked about he talked about he talked about the cat the casting of of Jonathan Majors. Everybody knows Jonathan Majors at this point. Jonathan Majors he did Lovecraft Country, which is the biggest thing he has did so far. Mm-hmm. But James said that he cast Jonathan Majors before Lovecraft Country even was a thing and before Black Man in San Francisco was even out. So these things, so he cast... Now, exactly. So it's like Jonathan Majors, you only know him from one of those two things. But he said, I cast him off of a... off seeing him in an interview. He said, off of him being in an interview, I cast him. Wow. Like Jonathan Majors was in White Boy Rick, but and Jonathan yeah, so he's cast him off a interview. So you know how much trust you have know how much trust you have to have in somebody to see them in an interview and want to cast them in a production this of this magnitude? Because he said he's been right. he said he's been working on the harder because he James said that he'd been working on the harder they fall since two thousand and ten. Like this is something he's been wanting to do. Like he's been wanting to do this since two thousand and ten. Yeah, Jonathan Majors Jonathan Majors first acting credit is from two thousand and seventeen. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, even television. Like, his first television acting credit and his first movie acting credit is 2017. White Boy Rick didn't come out to 2018. Out of the... He starred... He, he, not starred. That's a, that's a that's far-fetched. I'm not even saying that in a dismissive way. But he, then he was starting... Then he was in another movie, Out of the Blue. He starred in Last Black Man in San Francisco. That is a beautiful... That is a beautiful odd movie it's a it's an oddly beautiful movie if you want to check it out it's and when you watch it you'll see what i'm talking about but i i I enjoyed that movie he was also in captive state i never seen that gully i never seen that jungle land never seen that i seen the i seen the five he was in the five bloods that's a great that's a that's a good that's a that's a slept on spike lee movie the 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 five bloods is on netflix Mm -hmm. it's a slept on it's a slept on it's a it's a slept on Spike Lee movie. The harder they fall, he's gonna be in he's gonna be an Ant Man and devoted, yeah, and devout. So yeah, he so it's gonna be so it's gonna be interesting. So he's he's really bigging himself. He's really putting himself in position to be that guy. Like he's putting himself in position to be that guy. He's also a Virgo. I just want to throw that out there. He's a Virgo. You got to listen. Whenever you see the Virgos, saying that a lot lately. The because the Virgos we run shit. The Virgos we do a great job. The Virgo, the Virgos never say quit because Jonathan Majors is thirty two, and he didn't get his first acting. He didn't. He didn't get a. He didn't get a. He didn't get a role in anything until until he was two until two thousand seventeen. Nice. So you know us Virgos, we we would ne- we never we never say die. So I so I fu- so I fu- so I fucks with him. 
So yeah, so yeah, so shout to John, so shout to John, so shout to Jonathan Majors. Congratulations on your on your success and your success and all the success you have going forward. Indeed, indeed, yes. <laughs> but yeah, so so he said that he so he said he cast he said that he cast him for Nat Love, which is Nat Love is the lead. Nat Love is the lead antagonist in the is the is the lead is the lead in the movie. So he cast mm-hmm. him for the lead in the movie without even seeing this man act before. The movie's been in the works since 2010. Wow. And when this movie came out, they wasted no time getting to the action. <laughs> you get that, you get the movie opens up with long shot. I love that the movie opened up with a long shot. You know how I love, you know, you know, you know me. Yes. You know, I love a long shot. I don't know. It's just something about that fanciness of a long shot. It opens up on a long shot. They sit down, they about to eat they look they about to eat their little dinner. Who is that at this hour? The little the little <laughs> wife asks. He goes to the door, and you can tell right when the man goes to the door, he knows that some shit's about to go left. Cause he goes, Yeah. No. He goes, No. No. Like he, he just lets out a he just lets out a single cause one thing I want to say, like we're gonna talk about certain points in this movie. And I want to mm-hmm. talk about how James, like James talked about when he talked about the movie, he said everything was intent. Cause I asked him about things and I was like, he said everything in the movie was intentional. The dialogue that we're going to talk about the we're going to talk about the sounds, every said everything, the visuals. So when, so, so when you think of that and you watch the movie again and you think about that knocking on the door, he answers mm-hmm. it. And it's first, and he lets <laughs> out one word. All he says is no. He doesn't even he doesn't they don't they don't expound on it. They don't give you they don't give you nothing but a no. And the dude and then the dude that answered you know the dude that's at the door, he walks right on in. Walks right now. I know, like it's his house. Exactly. Like he been like he walk like he walks in the house, like he just been there like he been there before, or he just or he's just entitled to it. He walks in, he walks in, he doesn't even have a gun out, he just walks in. And if you notice as they're walking in the house, he's walking He's walking in front of the man that answered the door. Mm-hmm. And as they're walking, he actually above his, when they're walking, it's a shotgun above his head. Yes. So he didn't grab it. Like. He didn't grab it. He didn't grab it or nothing. So it's so, it, so it gives you a, I know this person. So you don't, cause it, cause yeah, it gives you, I know this person vibe. And so you're thinking, so, cause it's like, cause they have the, cause they have the dude, they have the man in the beginning of the movie. So you're thinking he's like a clean cut. Like I was thinking, I honestly thought he was like a preacher or something. Did you get like a preacher vibe from him? Yeah. I I did. Yeah, I thought like he was like a clean cut like preacher man that probably laid his guns down for good or some type shit, right? So mm-hmm. I'm thinking this is like a um a friend from the past that's coming to collect or some shit. It's trying to get or just trying to come. I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna. Not. I I didn't I, think what 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 happened. I didn't think was gonna happen. Yeah. Cause when he walks in, cause it gives, cause it gives us, cause he gives him ample. Shit, he honestly gave him ample opportunity. He got no guns in his hand. The dude walks in with no gun in his hand. It's a shotgun right above y'all. You could have easily reached up there and got it. Mm-hmm. That's the West. That's the old West for you. You keep shotguns like in your house, like on display. That's crazy. So yeah, he. So then he sits. So then he sits. He sits at the table. Right. Like feed me, <laughs> right? He says, "I thought he was. I thought they were gonna feed. I thought honestly, I thought he was trying to. I thought honestly, I thought he was trying to get a meal. I said he trying to get a meal. 
I thought he was trying to get a meal before he present his little shit. And he goes, and again, the man goes, leave my fa- leave my leave my family out of this. Yeah, and you knew it was personal. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, that's when you knew it's like, okay, these motherfuckers, it's one of them done wrong the other. I don't know what has went wrong in this relationship, but somebody has wronged the other one. Because he goes, leave my. Because he put the guns. I think he puts the guns on the table. Correct. Yes. He puts the guns on the table. He's like, leave my family out of this. He was like, let's go for a walk and let's settle, let's settle, our, pro- let's settle our problems. That's when like, okay, yeah, exactly. We know. It's like, okay, cool. They got beef. They got beef. This man grabbed that gun. And when I tell you, there was this when I knew this, this when I knew this shit was about to be crazy. He blasted <laughs> the fucking wife of West Kentucky. Yes. He blasted the right in front of the, she knew she knew she's gonna die she had to like i was like i don't know what the fuck i don't know what to like i don't know what to, i don't know or not your husband told you that yo i got a pass and my pass gonna come to catch up to me one day because if a motherfucker put a gun on the table yo we we gotta dance right we gotta dance but nobody moves Mind you, so they when they said that to mind you, it's a kid at the table, it's the it's the son, the father, and the mother. He pulls that gun, he shoots the mother. Bow. Everybody screaming. Before she, before she got shot, she was like, Theodore, like, what are you gonna do about it, man? Why are you just sitting here? Like, he, exactly, and the way he's just sitting there, it let me know. Whatever the fuck he done to him, he's accepting his fate. But he don't want yeah. you to take his family out with him. But he did this. He did the. He did the thing that a lot of men fear is that you. It's not even that you, because I think it's it's one. It's like watching somebody you love die in front of you. It's mm-hmm. some, it's some shit you just can't take. It's like kill me, but let them live. Right. Type thing, but he didn't get that Especially choice. When they didn't do anything. Exactly. This woman don't know. This woman don't know Jack. Well, for all we know, this woman don't know Jack shit. Right. Bow. Shot her ass. But then what gets me is he shoots her with one gun. He shoots yeah. Theodora too. <laughs> like so, I'm like this beef is beef. Like I'm like I don't know I don't know what prompted I like I don't know what 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 hurt this man's soul. But he uh-huh. shot Theodore too. Theodore got hit with a two. He wanted to make sure he was dead. Yeah, he made sure he made sure Theodore felt that pain. So I was I was like, God damn. And then and then so that leaves the kid. I'm like, man, don't kill this kid. I'm cause mind you, this is some this is the most intenseness I done see I didn't I didn't I didn't this is the most intenseness I done seen in a movie. In the beginning of a movie. Because more normally a movie has like a a twenty minute. Normally, movies have a twenty minute lead up point, so you get to the shits. Yep. This movie took the first twenty minutes. This movie said, "Fuck twenty minutes. We're giving you. We're giving <laughs> you. A, we're not even giving you a. They needed it was a solid minute before they got to the shits. And I love that about oh. this movie is that they didn't. They didn't. They didn't wait to get to the action. They got right to the action, and when they got to the action, it was good. Cause when that dude with the scorpion hand grabs the kid. And then the other dude cuts the cross in his forehead. I said, oh, shit. It's about to. I know it's about to. I said, oh, well, it's about to be a revenge story. Right. Did, did they show that part? 
They showed Dick Cross getting cut in his head. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was great. They okay. went for the gruesome. They didn't. They didn't. Again, they didn't hold anything back in this movie. Like this movie, you see the cross getting cut in his head. Okay, because I um I must have missed that part texting you about how hype I was about the movie. Yeah, Lady Gadot Lady Gadot was really into the movie as she was texting it. She was like, yo, da 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 yo, yo. So Lady Gadot was really into it. So yeah, but they cut the cross into his head. And that that was like one of my favorite that was like one of my favorite scenes. That was like one of the scenes I wanted to touch on because it set it sets the depiction, it sets the um it sets the mood for the film because it right. gives you nonstop gas. This movie has nonstop gas. Like once like once he cuts that cross in his head and then it just it just it's nonstop. I think it it has actually does have a pause in it because when it pauses it shows that they're now they're in Texas a little time later. That that that's like the pause. That that was an intense scene. I do I do want to talk so after that they set the scene then you that's when you really meet Nat Love cuz mm-hmm. that's when you meet Nat Love and Nat Love and that not the scene opens up in the church with the scorpion walking into the church right right like I'm here to, I'm here to confess I'm here, I'm here to confess my sins right here to confess his sins mm-hmm. you got a man kneeling down and he's just he's just he ain't saying shit. And I'm like it's like normal it's like I never watched Westerns. Westerns was like a a of like a old like an older man type thing. Cause I remember texting Lady yeah. Godai, but like, did your like did your pops watch Westerns? Cause I know my grandpa he used to keep his his he used to keep his channel every time I would every time I would go to my grandma's house he would always be in the living room and I remember I, and I remember this vividly because if it wasn't a Sunday mm-hmm. during football season or a sport or a sports game I used to hate going to my grandma's house on Sundays because <laughs> like yo because 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 that because my grandma had a TV in her room my grandma watching my my, my grandma watching QVC. Mm-hmm. Or if it's a weekday, my grandma watching um Clifford the Big Red Dog. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just I'm just telling you what she that's what she watched. Watch Clifford the Big Red Dog. I don't know why my grandma loves Clifford the Big Red Dog. My grandma loves Clifford the Big Red Dog. I don't fucking know, right? So she that's what she watches. So it's like you gotta take your thinking of your poison. So you'll be like, God damn, I hope I wanna go there on a weekday because my granddad my granddad'd be in his room like sleep or some shit. I don't know what I don't know. I guess it was like I'd be because sometimes he'll be in his room, but on the weekends he wanna let his, he wanna you know he wanna hang out in the living room shit. So he'll be in there and it'll be on AMC. AMC at the time used to only show westerns. AMC before before it was The Walking Dead, before it was um High Town Noon, before it became Into the Badlands, Killing Eva, like before it became Breaking Bad, Better Call Sal, it was just westerns. And it wasn't like a that it wasn't true. and it wasn't like a western I wanted to watch because it's like even right. even though I'm not that type of person because I'll watch whatever but it's just something about a black and white it's just something about a black and white movie with John Wayne I just something and this is before I knew John Wayne was a piece of shit was a racist piece of shit it was just something about John Wayne I just couldn't get jiggy with so I never used to watch westerns I yeah. definitely I definitely don't like Clint Eastwood so yeah and it was it, and it was really like a uh, boring. Yeah, westerns was well, again. Yeah, because westerns was very fucking boring, and it was they had a do- like like westerns were so slow paced. 
Mm-hmm. So I never was. So I never was into them. And I think and James 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 Sangles, the director of the movie, he really loves westerns. Like that's his favorite genre of movie. He loves westerns. I'm gonna talk about his love for westerns a little bit later, how I played a part into the movie. But he loves them. I hate him. I hate him. This is like the first. This is the first western I enjoyed because. But we'll talk a little bit more about that. But the, so anyway, they're in the, they're in they're in the church. He's kneeling down. He's telling his prayers, and then he gets up. And this is, this is, and I talked about how the movie, how every scene was depicted in a way to set the tone of the movie. Yeah. I'm talking about this scene particularly because this sets the tone of the movie in a more subtle way. Because the movie wasn't just all action, gritty, a lot of shooting, right? The movie had a lot of funny moments, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it did. So this is one it, it made it enjoyable to watch. Yeah, yeah. So this is one of the moments that was funny, but it was off the back of like an intense scene. So it wasn't mm-hmm. so it was like one of those funny where it's like you didn't catch the funny. Because when he goes, you know, I often wonder by people you know, I often wonder about people's hand tattoos and I often wonder why a man would get a scorpion on his hand. <laughs> a dragon I can understand like he's like talking shit about this mind you he's talking shit he, you don't really see him cause mm-hmm. Nat cause you don't even know his Nat Turner you don't even know his Nat love at this point so you're he's leaning down he's like you know I, I you know you know I don't even understand why a man get a, a scorpion on his hand he's like what and then when he goes and he takes off the hat he's like yo Kasamanda and it's like you know which which is yo it's you and you can see his face like he remember mind you this man this Scorp- scorpion dude is part of it's part of we can go well, we y'all seen the movie so we, we ain't spoiling nothing the scorpion dude was part of the rufus buck gang right uh-huh rufus buck by all by no figment of the imagination was a, a was a was an evil motherfucker right so mm-hmm. imagine being part of the most ruthless gangs in the west and you see a person, and you see, so that means you done seen a lot of shit, and you done did a lot of shit within your lifetime. Like you told him, like you told him, which is really funny, which is which is one of the parts where I was like, it's funny to me because I speak Spanish, and I watching the movie. He was speaking Spanish the whole time, but then when he saw that cross on his forehead, what did he do? He killed him. No, no, he started speaking English. Oh yeah, yeah, he did. It was like that subtle, like and and, and um, I don't and, and and it's like if you don't really again, again if you don't speak Spanish, you don't really know a lot of older people. When it comes to mm-hmm. when it comes to Spanish, when it comes to Spanish, only person, only time a older Spanish person is going to speak English is when they yeah. feel when they're in fear. Yep. That's the only time my Anguilla doesn't speak my Anguilla doesn't speak English at all. But if it's fear. Or they're very concerned. There is fear a concern? Mm-hmm. Like my, like my, like my, um, my less dramatic, my less dramatic, my less dramatic version of this is how if y'all if y'all watch the um Jane the Virgin, think about all the times on that show where the, where Anguilla didn't speak English at all, but didn't think about the time when she actually spoke English. Right. Some shit was going down. She was about to be deported. She was mm-hmm. fearful of being deported, so that so she got so it's like whenever so when fear arises because a lot of older a lot of older Spanish people they're very they're very cognizant and they're very um they're very they're very they're very sensitive about their English because because it's, it's broken. Yeah. So when it comes so when it comes to Spanish, so it's like they're more comfortable in their native tongue. 
So when he gets to speaking in English, it's like, that shit was like a low-key subtle funniness. Because it's like, oh, this motherfucker knows some shit about to go down. Because again, this is, you haven't seen, you haven't, great you probably haven't seen this person for a good Let's just let's just say we're not we're not gonna go by Nat we're not gonna go by Nat Love's actual like age because they had Ruth because Rufus Buck died before the age of twenty one so he was a bad that motherfucker like yeah. like you ran a whole you ran a whole gang before twenty one so we're not gonna go by their actual ages so they just they just say twenty years don't went by right right twenty we'll get fifteen you know what I'm saying we gonna give him a low age we gonna give him a low age. You know how much shit you done did in fifteen years, but you you see this you see this crossing this man's head, and that instantly brings you back to that, and you're and you're so and you get to apologizing quickly. You're like, oh no, yeah. I, it wasn't me. You know, it wasn't. I'm sorry. Like I'm sorry. Like you get to cop the please. He got to cop the please real quick. Right. And this is the part where I go, and this is the part because the, the the I just don't understand why a man would get a scorpion on his hand. That part was funny too. But this let this sets the tone for the movie when he shoots him. And then it starts falling in slow motion. Yeah. That was some, that was some, okay, we're giving you a Western with a little twist to it. Because yeah. again, Westerns always bring in the credits or the name of the movie at the most unexpected, at the most unexpected turn. So you're just getting it randomly. So I like that they got it randomly. And then another thing that made me know that the movie was going to have a sense, a sense of humor to it is when he goes, mm-hmm. he goes, when he tells the church, when he tells the owner of church, yo, the, the owner of church comes out. Is it over with? Like what the fuck? He goes, yeah. He's like, you know, you turn him in, you get five thousand dollars. And he he was no, he was like, you turn him in, get some stuff to, to fix your church. He goes, well, why don't you turn him in? He goes, well, he's worth five thousand. I'm worth ten. <laughs> I was like, that's a bad. I was like, that's a bad motherfucker. Right. <laughs> like that's a bad again. Again, everything in the movie is done in great detail. Is done. Yeah. Is done. Is done in great detail. If you really and, and if you really want to go, if you really want to go into in depth about it in the West, it's blasphemous to do anything. first of all, it's black. It's blasphemous to do anything of harm to somebody inside a church. Yeah. But also, if you think about it, this person only started a church for protection of itself. Mm-hmm. Because nobody's going to question a man of faith, quote unquote, a man of faith. Because remember, he kills, he kills the scorpion, and what he he takes off, he takes off his um, he take he takes off his he takes off his his tie. Yeah. His preacher's tie. So you, so you became a preacher or whatever, for that you could, so that you could try to repent for your sins, and that so you don't live the life you live again. But you also knew that the church is like an untouchable type thing. It's like in the wire. Remember in the wire where they're like, we don't, we we don't, we don't shoot on Sundays. Yeah. And we definitely don't shoot at a mother. What did, what did he say? And we definitely don't shoot at a motherfucker when he taking his taking his grandma the church in her Sunday's best. <laughs> I like I love the wire. Yes. <laughs> shot shot the itch's elbow. Cause they you know they'll itch elbow part. They'll string string a bell. I I I'll string a bell a whole ass nigga, but we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. So anyway. I wanted and I wanted so go going back to what I was saying. So I wanted to talk about I wanted to talk about the the, the um Ugh. I wanted to talk about because after they do that and it does that freeze frame and it sets the tone of it and it lets you know like this is not gonna be a black. It's not gonna be the typical movie when it comes to black people doing things because I've seen a lot of people talk about it and it was like, oh, 
that's a little far-fetched for a lot of for it to be a western with just black people in it and it lets you know that this movie had to be made because a lot of black people had this deception that black people were not cowboys i know because that was crazy because back in the day native 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 americans and black and black and black cowboys were called cow black black people and native americans were called cowboys white the white the white people white cowboys white the white the white people in the west were called um cowhands oh yeah so it's like it's not so it's like i think it's one what in cuz it's cuz the cuz the cuz the statistic is one in four cowboys were was black but then you gotta Uh think about it we're not even talking about again we're not talking about white people because white people are cow hands so there wasn't even cowboys so when you hear the statistic you think well uh, the other three was was white people by default but the other three was native american so native Mm -hmm. so native american and black people were the cowboy native american native americans mexicans and black people were the cowboys so you should always put so it's like so I really so that's what I really like about this movie is that it gave this depiction of the actual West because the actual West was like this like they like the motherfucking we the motherfucking cowboys like we're not like like you said in the beginning of the movie the story of the movie is not real but the actual but the the people the people were real black people were black people were black people were black people were cowboys. Mm-hmm. Like don't like that. Like don't like don't don't let it don't let that don't let the media fool you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. We get that, and then you get that, and then that you get that because then it gets and then it um. My bad, y'all. You get that, and it pretty much like again, it pretty much sets the tone. Like it's letting you know it's not gonna be a black. It's not gonna let you. It's letting you know it's not gonna be a black exportation film, which is why I was speaking to the humor. Like the humor was subtle. The humor yes. was on point because when you watch a black exploitation film, everything in it is over the top. Like everything, because mm-hmm. that's 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 like the whole point of it. I'm gonna get you, Jive Turkey, um, Black Caesar and shit. Like you know, Caesar and um, Shaft and shit is over the top on purpose. But this movie lets you know within the first ten minutes, it's not gonna be a black exploitation film. It's definitely not gonna be even like like I told Jay Z. It's definitely I said it's definitely not. It's definitely not your favorite rapper in the in the in the movie trying to make a hip hop trying to make a hip hop western. So it's not posse. Like that's like they're from like the nineties or whatever. Posse. Do not watch that movie. It's not good. I'm just lying. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. That's a bad that's a bad that's a bad fucking movie. So it's a it, it's a it's a it's a it's a we, it's a western where like everybody was sharing the same hat. Interpretation as it were. So uh for me, just growing up I always would wonder why all the women whatever color um, in these period pieces were always seen as subservient and all the people of color were subservient or treated less than less than human and I'll just you know just grow up uh, researching or, or learning more about um, what was what was known as the new west it wasn't actually the old west and I'll uncover all of these great characters but incidentally the the crazy thing is the um most debates I would have about black people being in the Old West were with black people. Ain't that some crazy tish? Like, it would be with, 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 with black people. Like, one in four cowboys was black, right? Wyatt Turp died in 1929. Tombstone took place in 1881. There's gunfire at OK Corral, 1881. The Emancipation Proclamation Act was in the 1860s. It was decades of the Old West, post-slavery. And before uh, slavery was abolished, there was, like, 
100 years or so of black people free and enslaved uh, being part of this cowboy New West, New Frontier, New American um, experience. And uh, for me, I just thought the quickest way, one, I love um, entertainment, I love film, right? So you got all of these stories that's never been told. I want to see that movie. That's one. But two, just so I dead the argument once and for all and no one can tell me nothing ever again. Let me just bring all of these characters, all of these real characters and put them in one place and one time like the Avengers just to dead that argument and assemble these superheroes and make this swagged out story with this bad boy music. Mm. Anyway, it's not a good movie. So anyway... But 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 one thing I do love about the movie is that it goes directly it goes directly into this cut scene with the guns go bang playing, which features Jay Z and Kid Cudi, right? Yeah. The most interesting thing about this, and I got to ask him about this because I was talking about because I was talking about how my book when I was writing my book is something that went about it, is that the lyrics every song inside this story was written into the script. James Samuels created every song in his story and then had artists go out and create this. Like, he created the structure of the song and then had the artists go out and make the songs. So he's saying he's writing the script. So he's writing the script. You know, Nat, Nat Love shoots the scorpion. The scorpion falls down. You know, he falls down. He falls over. He snatches the thing. He does his, he does his, you know, you can turn him in. You know, I'm not, you know, you can turn him in, get the money. Why you want to turn him in? Because I'm, you know, he's worth 5,000. I'm worth 10. He goes out, he said, and he wrote, he writes this in the script. He go, He goes out, gets on his horse. The screen cuts. It lets you know, you know, the screen cuts like the film cuts. Mm-hmm. Written and it go written by James Samuels or whatever. It's a subtle nod to the music that's about to play because in the play, you know, know. so he, so he, he said, so he said he's writing all of this in the script, like, you know, so he's writing that he's writing that he's writing that melody inside this inside the inside the movie and i feel like that was the best that's the best part of the movie is everything about this movie is not any run-of-the-mill song every move every song in the movie was created for the movie and i think that what gives it the best depiction of it because it's fresh because you don't know what the fuck because you because whenever you watch a movie you always want to get certain songs and they're like a, they're not original songs so when they come on the screen you kind of know that something's epic is going to happen something sad is going to happen so the music always detects it because other movies have used it right right everything in this shit you have never heard in your life <laughs> they had a they had a they had a dub they had a dub they had a um not a, a dub trap version of an Elvis Elvis song that was going to play instead of Guns Go Bang and I remember he said he scrapped that they paid the rights for it they got the licensing they got the licensing for it and everything and they scrapped it and they went with Guns wow. Go Bang and I feel like Guns Go Bang go 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 better cause that let the guns go bang I can let the guns go bang and I know this dun, 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 dun. like that that like that song goes perfect in this Yes. Let the foes rearrange you. Under such a funny, funny thing, funny angel. Jay Z actually said something in there. Uh huh. 
because when you listen, because when you just if you just listen to the song, you don't really you don't really be listening to the lyrics. But if you go back and listen, if you actually read the lyrics of the song, Jay Z gives you a spoiler that you don't even know is a spoiler till you get to the end of the movie. But another, but just, but just another thing about movies, about movies that, about Western movies, is that whenever you think about Western movies, you think about, that's actually not a thing. I'm so glad it wasn't in that movie. It's like, like, yeah, it's not exactly. Like, not only is not that, not only is it not in that movie. That's not a, that's not an actual depiction of the movie of um sounds from the actual West because. Who the fuck was making the music? Right. Who the fuck was dictating the music? So it's like the Western sound in movies was a made-up sound anyway. So what James Sangles did, he created his own style of Western music. That's why you hear. That's why you hear a great Caribbean, a Caribbean Jamaican atmosphere in the songs. Mm -hmm. So he created his own feel in it. Oh my gosh, it was so beautiful. Yeah, now I don't want to. Now I don't. Now, now I know I don't. I don't really want to talk too much about the whole fucking movie. And I feel like I'm talking a lot about the beginning of the movie, but I do want to talk about when Trudy Smith and um, Cherokee Bill make their entrance. I do want to talk about that if you don't mind. I don't mind. Go for it. Because the way they come on is the fucking most gangsterish shit ever. The train just to come down the track. And they, because remember, they, remember, we just talked about the Jamaican music. Whoa, whoa, shooting bodies, shooting diamonds, shooting diamonds. Whoa, The way, the way, the way they shot that shit when, like, it's under the, it's under the, it's um, they're watching you see, because you, you just see, you just see a group, of, you just see a group of horse, horse, pe- horsemen, right, watching a train go by. Whoa. Whoa! So then you see like under the horse. You see somebody on the. You see a horse. You just see under a horse. Like is this horse on the train track? It goes whoa, and then you just it, then it pulls out long shot, and it's and it's and it's Trudy Smith played by Regina played by Regina King just sitting on that fucking horse on the train track, looking like a boss ass bitch. <laughs> Tell me that one, gangster. Yes, it was. I was fired up. Yes, that shit. That, shit, that, that is my. That is my fa- That 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 shit was. Br- I want that. I want that picture framed. I need to. I I want that picture framed because that's how fucking hard. It's like you know you see a picture and you just think about all the the dope shit that was that, that's surrounding it. Yeah. I need that picture framed so when I look at it, I think about that scene. Whoa! Like the 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 music, the shot, the train stopping on it. Di- Whoa! Like the, like dog, that shit was. Cause again, you do not get you do not get so much cinematic beautifulness if you just use a run of the mill song. You do not get it. You just don't get the same. You don't get the sameness of it if you use a run of the mill song. Hmm. I was born, raised the rain, the flag, oh, the red, white, and blue. Like I like that song, but they're using it every fucking movie. It feel like, yeah. So it loses, so it loses its badassness. So when you watching this movie and you get that whoa, like you get that, you get that, and then you see that train, and the dumbass jumps off. You stupid! What what are you doing? You stupid! This, this no, you. What are you doing? This ain't the way to board a train. You stupid! Pow. 
<laughs> shot his ass. Did she get up out the train? And that's Lakeith Stanfield. I have to say, it feels like everything he plays, and I mean this, in, and I mean this in a nice way. It's like everything he plays is Darius. He's just Darius and everything. <laughs> he said, "Well, you know, he could have said nickel poop. We ain't no nickel poops neither." I was like, that's fucking rough. I was clapping this shit. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, she, then she said, she get really in her bag then because she get really, she get, she get really in bad. She said, any of them say anything that start with it, will start with it the and they're going to meet the same fate. That yeah. shit was cold. And Lady Godai got texting me, show your face. Yeah, that's right. Like, like Lady Godai was getting to the movie. Lady Godai was getting really into the movie. And I, I love that she was getting really into the movie. Show y'all, show your face. She was like, that's right. Like, she was all into the movie and shit. <laughs> and uh, we have to, I think we got to be, we got to be the nerds. Y'all know, y'all know the, 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 um, the train car. It was the Chad A. Bowen train car. <laughs> so it's, rest, rest in peace to Chad Bowman. He, he definitely would have been in this movie. I don't know yeah. who I don't know who he would have played, but he definitely he definitely God rest God rest the dead, but he would have definitely been yes. in this movie. He would have been he would have been perfect for this movie. But yeah, so they paid tribute to him. And Cherokee Bill, that entrance on that train, it foreshadowed a lot when you think about it. Right. He goes, My name is Cherokee Bill. <laughs> he said, My name is Cherokee Bill. Let it be known that I don't particularly enjoy violence. That being said, you are in the company of a, of an extremely dangerous individual, violent individuals. Then, then this is my favorite part when he takes the drink. When he takes a sip of the drink, I'm like mm-hmm. ooh, 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 damn, ooh, ooh. He's like, so don't do no stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> that shit had me cry. I watched that scene at least five times because it's the it's he he. <laughs> Like, first of all, you a bold ass, you a bold ass dude, Lakeith Stanfield, to take a role like this after doing Black Judas, because you play right. William, like you play William O'Neill, which is a bitch ass motherfucker, and then you turn around and play Cherokee Bill, which is a bitch ass motherfucker. <laughs> like Cherokee Bill in the movie and Cherokee Bill in the in the uh, actual Cherokee Bill, they're both bitch ass motherfuckers. So you actually, so you went, you, you. T- <laughs> Which is really funny. Which is like you, like you, like you gotta be a brave soul to take, cause you know you, you know how people are when you take a role. Yeah. So people, people will, people will think that you are that role to your death of you. <laughs> so yeah, shot to shot to keep that Sanfield, but yeah, we ain't no Nick, we ain't no Nick poops neither. That was my favorite. That's my favorite line in the show, the other movie. We ain't no Nick poops neither. Like God, I'm like that's right. That's right, motherfucker. This, this is this before we know who any of the people are. So we think they the good guys and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> Shoot that motherfucker. Bow. Like, we just, we just <laughs> think they just the good, we just, because again, you know nothing about anything. I mean, I kind of, I knew, I kind of knew Chief, I, I knew, I knew Cherokee Bill was a piece of shit. But again, <laughs> I was like, okay, in the movie, you probably going to be, you know, sometimes in movies they take liberties. So I was like, oh, you're going to be a piece of shit in the movie. The same thing. Let them see your faces. All right, stay calm, everybody. Don't, hey, don't touch nothing. My name is Cherokee Bill. Now, let it be known that I don't particularly enjoy violence. That being said, you are currently in company of extremely violent individuals. Uh, 
So, don't do no stupid shit, all right? Get off this train now, you motherless scum. You must be the hero. Great spirit, why is there always one? You're rude. I might actually enjoy inflicting violence on you. But who knows? Maybe you'll win. You're in. But, but that shit, that shit, when he said, my name is Cherokee Bill, and let it be known, I don't particularly enjoy violence. Like, eh? 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 You sure? Shit, <laughs> you got a rap, boy. You got, boy, again, you won the, per- you, I think you died before you were 18. You had a rap sheet, boy. You, you was a, you was a very violent, you, you was a very violent person. <sighs> Talking about some that being said, you're currently in the company of extremely violent individuals. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you, motherfucker. <laughs> You burn, you know how they like you burn it. You you ever burn the sage? Like sometimes some 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 of y'all motherfuckers gonna burn the sage and the and the sage gonna try to kick you out your house. Yep. That's that's Cherokee Bill. He never burned sage in day in life. But one thing, but, but but again, my bad. I didn't want to cut you off. What you were saying? No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> but one thing, one thing I did find particularly funny, and this is this is something. Whenever y'all research Cherokee Bill, is that Cherokee Bill was a it was a shitty motherfucker, right? But, yes, I was disappointed. Yeah, he was a shitty motherfucker. But one of the things that one of the things that was actually funny was when when he's about to fight when he's about to fight that bigger when he's about to fight that big ass dude that wanted to be a hero. Yeah, and he goes, he goes, you. He calls Cherokee Bill a motherless scum. It's one mm. thing. It's one thing that Cherokee. Yeah, it's one thing that Cherokee. It's one thing that Cherokee Bill loved more than anything in life. He loved his mm. mother more than anything. So that was pretty funny. It was like he because he would do anything. He would do anything for his mother. So me, p- me particularly knowing a couple things, I laughed at that part because again, certain shit in this was certain certain shit in this was like funny. Certain shit in this shit was funny if you knew the history. Because like again, everything that's said in this movie and done in this movie is said and done on purpose. So when he calls him a mother, we call his mother the scum, and he goes, you know, he was very he was a man, he was a man of um, you know, again, he's Cherokee, he's Cherokee, Cherokee Bill. He goes spirit great spirit why always got to be one like letting you know like he he believes in the spirits and shit he believes in the spirits mm-hmm. but yeah he loved but yeah he loved Balea. he loved his he loved his mother more than anything so he knew his mother because you know it's particularly because you know whenever you talk whenever you're talking about a part whenever you're talking about a black person you're going to, you're going to if you're going to go for the insult of that nature you're going to make you're going to make reference to a father so it was deliberately put that it was going to say mother just like a, mm. just like as a as a callback to nah he he knows his mama because you see he was like he see he, he was like but please if it's anything I you know he didn't even he didn't even make reference he didn't even, he didn't even he wasn't even say about this shit like bitch I love my mama more than anything else in this world motherfucker <laughs> but they but also they did but also they did foreshadow Cherokee's build how Cherokee build moves mm-hmm. because remember when they got into that fight he challenged him to a fist fight. Cherokee, right. Cherokee Bill drops drops low and slices his feet, slices his ankles. Yep. <laughs> Upon first watch, it's like, yeah, motherfucker, yeah, uh huh. Then when you get to think about it, it's like that's kind of a bitch move. <laughs> so Cherokee Bill spins the whole Cherokee Cherokee Bill spins the whole movie. Not not actually spin the whole movie. He he um. He lives Cherokee Cherokee Bill. So Cherokee Bill. So they show you that Cherokee Bill is not a is not a, is is honestly not that noble of a man. 
He's a smooth talking mm-hmm. motherfucker because like he told like he told the army dude. I I just I'm <laughs> the, the the motherfucker. I what I damn what was it? The goddamn the goddamn old the what 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 they do what they do what the what the dude on the train call? Aficionado the damn <laughs> law. Uh, the aficionado <laughs> of the law he said, Okay then Mr. Aficionado of goddamn law. Right. <laughs> So yeah, he was a smooth talking about that shit. Again, again, the movie has so many funny things. Well, he he because the way he said it, because like, well, my name is Cherokee Bill. What is your name? Aficionado of the goddamn law. He said, okay, aficionado of the goddamn law. The, your boy, your boy is your boy is your boy is in front of the door. So if you shoot the door, you gonna shoot him. Yep. And then when they got in there, they was talking about some, um, and then what you just gonna say? Well, we got, we got, we got, we got orders to kill a fish out of the goddamn law. So, like, they kept on harping it back to that funny ass, to like his dumb ass saying that shit, trying to think that he had some, he had some power in the situation. Right. So, again, the movie had funny parts that was like funny, but they said it and they kept it moving, which is what I like about movies. They be funny, and they keep it moving. Like when, like when we first meet the Red Hoods. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy and Jimmy is trying to be and Jimmy and Jimmy like, bitch, I am sweet. What you mean? I ain't sweet. He said, <laughs> You ain't sweet. Look at my eye. He said, Well, you still got the other one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my mom used to be like, Oh Jimmy, oh Jimmy, he's so nice. But like, Jimmy ain't nice. Look what Jimmy did to my eye. <laughs> he said, Well, you got the other one. <laughs> said, bitch, you ain't you ain't sweet. Bitch, I am sweet. Bitch, you you ain't sweet. Bitch, I am sweet. That shit had me crying. <laughs> Jimmy Beckwood. Jimmy Beckwood. Jimmy Beckwood was trying to be my favorite character, man. Cause that bitch up, that bitch up sweet. That shit had me crying. <laughs> bitch, I am sweet. Like it's like just the argument of am I sweet or not? He's, and he goes, "Well, look at my eye. That 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 is." Well, you got the you got the other one. It's so fucking funny to me. I love oh that. I, I love that part. Well, you got the other one, mind you. The red hoods, because because everybody listening to this, they already seen the movie. The red hoods literally just robbed the bank, riding trying to ride trying to ride to wherever the fuck they're trying to ride to, but they could divvy up the money. Mm-hmm. Our boy shoots one of them off of, off of, um shoots one of them off his horse. My favorite part about the Red Hoods, the Red Hoods is the worst is the worst bandits of all time. Cause in that shootout, this motherfucker <laughs> goes to shoot and shoots his horse in the head. I know. What Bow, the like what like how like how is your aim that bad that you shoot your horse you shoot your horse in the head. Like can you not see? <laughs> Got that dumbass red hood in your head. It, it reminded me of Django Unchained. I don't know or not they were trying to. I don't know or not they were actually trying to make a dig at Django Unchained. Because mm-hmm. in Django Unchained, man, when the Ku Klux Klan's being formed, and um, and and um, what is it? No, uh, Jonah Hill's Jonah Hill Jonah Hill's wife makes the um makes the makes the clan hoods or whatever, and they can't see out of them. Mm-hmm. I can't see out of this shit. <laughs> me neither. I can't even fucking breathe. Like who the fuck made this shit? Like, well, if you motherfuckers just gonna complain, all I hate, all I hear is complain, complain, complain. How about you make your own goddamn hood? Now, Trudy, she spent all day working on these, so you could be a little appreciative of what she did. 
Well, all I'm saying is we can't see out the goddamn hood. How we supposed to shoot out the? How we supposed to shoot a nigga if we can't fucking see? <laughs> so I thought. So I so I wanted. So I wanted to believe that that because that and that's what they wrote. That's what the red hoods is riding in. <laughs> Motherfuckers riding a full on horse in a hood that got literal literal holes in it. But this hole is not so. But this hole is not so great because you accidentally shoot your fucking horse in the head trying to shoot the dude. Idiot! Like right, <laughs> and then it gets worse because Jimmy, because it's James say, bro, bro, they out here shooting at my ass, and you down here trying to play fucking a du- duel. You trying to have a duel, trying to play quick and draw the west. Jimmy cracked me up. Jimmy was a damn. Jimmy was a damn. Jimmy was a damn fool. Jimmy out here. Jimmy like, well, they say patience is a virtue, but I never, I never got time. I never got a chance to fucking find out. I'm just too impatient to fucking find out. Like nigga, what? Like bro, y'all literally shooting at each other. What are you doing? <laughs> Taking off your jacket, like Jimmy. Jimmy. J- let Jimmy tell it. He the goddamn fastest draw in the re- in the in the existence of life because you taking off your jacket, placing it on a rock. I know. Oh my god! Took off his jacket, put it over his arm, and then place it. Jimmy, Jimmy, how fast is your gun, bro? All right. Cause these niggas, these, these not not niggas, these dudes is literally. Y'all in the middle of a shootout? Did they just watching them do it? Like, okay, like we not in the middle of shooting out. Then when they get to, uh, no, my mom always said that Jimmy Jimmy Beckwood was so so sweet. Look at him, he's so sweet. Why he can't be like Jimmy Beckwood? And I play, like, Mama, look at my eye. <laughs> well, you got the well, you got the other one. You ain't sweet, oh Jimmy. Gosh. Bitch, I am sweet. You ain't sweet, Jimmy. Bitch, I am sweet. Like you know what? Then, then, then that's when Jimmy realized. Then, then he goes, you know what? I'm getting tired of hearing this. I'm a, then the dude. Then the dude does try to draw on Jimmy, and Jimmy go, bow, 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 bow. <laughs> he shoots one. He shoots one in the front. He grabs his gun. He does like a a, a a Jason Williams type thing. He like takes the gun behind his back and shoots from behind mm-hmm. his back at the other dude. Mm. So it's like you busy. So James go, you busy out here playing fucking Wild Wild West and shit. And I'm out here. They out here shooting at my ass. You down here playing quickest draw of the West. <laughs> he's like, he's like, this ain't a, this ain't a game. We can die, but we ain't gonna die. He was like, right. you ain't. Then, then, then this, this way it gets funny. You ain't even the fastest. You ain't even the fastest. You ain't even the fastest in the West. It's a dude named Cherokee Bill. He the fastest. He said, "Oh, Cherokee Bill. That's you know what I say. That's 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 he. That's hearsay. You you hearsay. I'm C say, and I say I'm the fastest." <laughs> Yeah, that's he say. That's he say. I'm here say. You know, that's he, you know, I'm C say. Or some shit. That shit had me crying. So they do that. So they do that. And again, I don't want to talk about the whole, I don't want to talk about the whole movie. I just, I'm just picking apart. I'm just picking certain, I'm just picking certain parts. Because I did, again, going back, going back, going back to, um, going back to the production of the movie. When I, I love when Stagecoach Mary makes her interest into the show, into the movie. Uh huh. Because that, that was, Miss Beats, you did a great, you did a great job coming to the screen. When she come up to the screen and they doing that Jim Crow count, which again, yeah. that's when that that one, that whole thing, the whole thing, that's the director and Itch's L, but they did the counting for that. So it's all again, he wrote it into the script. So all of this being wrote into the script. 
Wow. So the whole, so the, so all in all, I enjoyed the whole. I enjoy, I enjoyed the whole movie. Um, another part I wanted to touch about, I wanted to talk about was in the middle of of a middle of making the movie. James talked about how, like, um, when they finally decided to go take the movie to H to um Netflix, and I wanted to talk about this because this is this is one of the things that really I wanted to make sure I wanted to talk about this, and I wanted to make sure I had permission to talk about this on the podcast because it is a profound thing to think about. One of the one of the one of the producers, because Jay Z was like, "Yo, we're going to Netflix with the movie," mm-hmm. and James was like, "I don't mother, I want my movie in theaters. I don't want, I don't want my movie in Netflix. I want my movie in theaters." He's like, "We're going to Netflix." He's like, "I don't want to go Netflix. Fuck you, mean man. I don't want. I don't. Oh, by the way, if y'all don't know, Jay, if you you remember that you remember that story about Jay Z and the dude on IG Live accusing him of stealing toilet paper." Yeah. That's James. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, so Jane so Jane so James actually Jane I James 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 is a fucking jokester. So yeah, that that whole thing with the whole the whole thing with the toilet paper, that's that was James. He I think he accused like he he you know he he accused he accused um Jay Z he accused um he accused he accused some he accused a couple of people he called a couple people Regina King da 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 he accused Morgan Freeman. Oh my God! So Morgan Freeman was like, "Yes, I am the one that stole the toilet paper." <laughs> this Oliver toilet paper. So anyway, so you know, so so whatever, whatever. So the so when the, um. What got and what got what got them to eventually bring it to Netflix was the meeting mm-hmm. they had with Netflix. Netflix been bringing over a lot of executives from Disney. I'm not going to say the executive name because even though he gave us permission to talk about this on the podcast, I don't, I, I don't, I don't feel comfortable saying his name. So yeah. I'm just going. I'm, well, I'm still going. But I'm still going. He said he's not going to say this shit though. So what happened was they was having a meeting, and in their first meeting, he asked, he asked, he asked Jay Z, James, he asked Jay Z, James, and all the rest of the producers of the show, like how many times they was like, when, when did you see Godfather? And it was like, yo, I seen Godfather, da da da. He was like, how many times did you watch Godfather? It's like, oh, I done seen Godfather countless times. He was like, when Godfather first came out, you never seen Godfather in the theaters. You seen Godfather on VHS. Mm. You, he said, and if you did see it in theaters, you're only going to see it in theaters one to two times for the rest of your life. Because for the rest of your life, for normal films, you only see it in VHS or DVD. Right. So when it comes to Netflix, if you do a movie, you so when it comes to Netflix, it doesn't matter when you see it. It's how it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It's like the you can see it in a movie theater, and you're going to see it that one time. But when you show it to your grandkids, they're going to see it. They're going to see it on Netflix. When you show it when your grandkids show it to their grandkids, they're going to see it on Netflix. So the movie experience, as great as it is, the movie is the movie experience is ever fleeting. Very true. They were smart with that. Yeah, so because it's like, so that was like, that's one of the things that Netflix is really pushing when it comes to their cinema is that, yeah, we release it. He he admits to it. He says, yeah, we release it in movie theaters for people can see it. And also, but mostly it's just so it can get the, it just, because in order for you to get Academy Award, in order for you to win awards around award season, it has to have a theatrical, it has to have a theatrical run, which means it has to be in the movie theater. So they release. So he said most of their movies they release in the movie theater just to put in the movie theater. The harder they fall, 
was put in more movie theaters than any HBO, I mean HBO, any Netflix movie that has been released to date. So he did, so they did, so they did give him that since he was so, he was so enamored on having that. They did give him that, but like they was like, they were saying, we're not concerned about the movie theater runs because most people are going to see the movie years from now, two years from now, three years from now, 30 years from now, you're going to be watching it at home on your TV. So we're trying to make time, we're making timeless television. We're making timeless creations. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, he had a plan. I never, I never seen, I never seen the Godfather in theaters. I'm, a, I'm young as shit. I never seen Scarface in theaters. So they do, so they do have. I never, you know, I never seen. Um, what two, two? One of, what's my one of my the end of the tour. The end of the tour is one of my favorite movies of all time, and I never seen that in theaters. Yeah, mind you, that came out about five years ago. So That's you don't, it? yeah. I think I want to say I want to say end of the tour. I feel like because we're getting. I, I want to say I don't know. End of this. End of this one. Let me look it up. Let me look it up. End of the tour. Y'all, y'all learned a lot this podcast episode. I tell y'all that much. Yeah. End of the <laughs> end of the tour came out. End of the tour came out in 2015. Wow. And half the people listening to this has never seen end of the tour. Yeah, it came out January 23rd, 2015. Oh my goodness. And how most of us found out about this movie is through is through streaming services because this movie made this movie made 3 million dollars at the box office. Mm-hmm. So like I was saying, it doesn't matter. It just it just it's a it's about getting it made and then it's about getting into the getting into the eyes of the people because people are going to see movies after the fact most of the time. And even if yeah. you see, and even if you see it, even if you see it, and even if you don't see it after the fact, you're going to watch it one time in movie theaters. Because how many times are you going to pay ten, ten to twelve or thirteen dollars? Sometimes up to up to twenty dollars to see a movie. Right. So yeah, so so that was their whole so that was their whole thing, and it convinced him to go. He was like, "Okay, cool, you got me. I go to Netflix." But one of the things when they was filming, they was like Netflix called him one day, and I was like, "Yo, your appetite for the." He said, "It told me my appetite for this movie is getting big," and he was like, "What you mean?" He said, "The budget is going up." He said, "The budget is going up." What you mean? He said, "You want a scene, a all white town." He said, yes, I want an all-white town. I want an all-white town. And if y'all remember from the movie, when they go to Berryville, it's a, yep. what, what they say? It's a white town. Like, the buildings are white. The people are white. Everything is white. Like, the sand, like, the sand is white. But the funny part about it is he goes, they go, where are we going to find white horses in the middle of New Mexico? <laughs> And he goes, and he goes to them. I don't care what the horses are. I don't care what kind of horses they are. They just need to be white. I'm not racist. I'm not racist towards the horses. <laughs> just give me white horses. <laughs> that's why in the. That's why in the. That's why in. That's why when they go to Marytown, I think you see. I think I didn't count the amount of horses in it, but I think it's. It's no. It's no more than. It's no more than three horses in in Marytown. Let's just say that. Because <laughs> you could in finding white horses in the middle of New Mexico was a struggle. So that was a little thing when he told that story. I was crying loud. He said, I, I just want the white horses. I don't care where you get them from. Paint them white for all I care. 
<laughs> like I just want white horses because they really did, and that was one of my. And, and that's another thing I like is that everything in this movie was set up to be over the top. It was set up to be over the top without being over the top. Like Marytown, Maryville, it was all what they say, all white town. It's an all white town because that's what they say in the subtitles. It's an all white town, and then everybody's white. The inside, of the bank is white. Like everything in the town was white. Like it was white. When they went to, when they went to, um, what, when they went to, when they went to, when they went to, damn, what the fuck is that shit called? When they went, when they went to, damn, Jesus Christ, I'm drawing a blank, y'all. What was the, what was the name, what was the name of the town that, that Rufus Buck owned? Oh, shit. Hold on. Is that, I forgot. Hold on, y'all. Hold on. Town. We do these, we do these, for all your people that's listening, for all your people that's listening for the first time on YouTube, we do these off the top of our head, so we don't we i just i just go with my flow i don't write i don't write no notes so then i sometimes i have to go back and see things hold on da, 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 da. damn how come it's not showing hold on but i do i do i do but i do like that Dion cole did a great job in the movie i didn't even recognize yeah. the, i didn't even recognize Dion cole until like the middle of the movie i was like that Dion cole Cause he knows he plays <laughs> funny people, and then he's in the movie as the as the mayor and the, and the sheriff. Like yo, I you know Rufus, I don't know what you back in this town for. I wish your motherfucking ass would ask for something. I'm gonna kick you out this motherfucking town, Redwood. Oh okay. Yeah, Redwood, Redwood. So remember when they got to Redwood and the the buildings are bright blues and reds and things of that nature. So they made it this like this nice flowy type thing. Like it was like something out of a. It made it. It made it. Some. It made it something that was like beautifully fucked up. Because yeah. Rufus Buck was fucked up, and also I don't know if you guys noticed. You probably didn't notice, but the but the name but the names but the name but the. The buildings inside of Red inside of Redwood was actually mm-hmm. named after people that helped on the movie. It's <clears throat> like they had the Carter wow. and Carter. Yeah, they had the Carter. They had the Carter and Carter Hardware Store. They had the JL. They had the JL Hughes Bank, which is one of the, which is one of the financiers for the movie. <clears throat> they also oh had gosh. yeah. Um, when they was when they was going into Douglasville, when they was going uh-huh. into when they was going into Douglasville, you know when they when they were taking a picture of the dead man. Yeah. Rex Max, remember Rex Max, Rex Max. Going back to the story I was telling y'all about the Oliveira, the, the Oliveira toilet paper. James mm. James Sanders was looking for Rex Max because Rex Max stole my fucking toilet paper, and they said it was you, Jay Z. You Rex Max. You were just trying to act like you ain't Rex Max, <laughs> but you stole my toilet paper. You stole my Oliveira toilet paper that I keep in my gold back. That I keep in my gold backpack when I came to your gold party. You stole it out my backpack, and you didn't give it back since. Jay Z was like, "You ain't wipe your ass since the gold party." <laughs> but yeah so when you find so at the end of this at the end of this little internet saga or whatever it turns out that rex max is um rex max is morgan freeman and the building that they were shooting the the dead man in the coffin the name of that mm-hmm. building that was the rex max building that was his building oh you know what i'm about to watch this movie again <laughs> yeah like right when because you have to because right when they do that because right when he's right because right when um nat love is riding into the town and right when they shoot right when that flash goes off if you pause yeah. it and look at that building it says rex max oh my gosh that's so cool 
Yeah, so it's like they put a lot they put a lot of subtle details into this. The long when um Bass Reed, Bass Reed and Jay Z, Jay Z, if you're listening, I'm going to Jay Z, Jay Z, Jay Z wanted to, um, Jay one of the one of the things Jay Z wanted to make sure he did in this movie, and I can tell that he took pride in this part. Is that Jay Z was really heavy on pointing this out because during our discussion he pointed it out three times and I don't think he noticed that he pointed it out three times but you could tell he was like a proud parent you know like a proud parent that oh, they'll tell yes. you something so he points this out he points this out three times he goes because when Nat loves because remember when Nat love does the thing with with um Bass Reed when Bass Reed's and Nat love do the little thing like he he faking like he locking them up yeah. And Mary looking like what the fuck? Like so you just you just gonna randomly lock this nigga up. He ain't really do nothing to you. But whatever, cool. <laughs> Yo, if it's one thing a woman knows is when you bullshit. <laughs> Cause you, cause you saw the way they rolled up. Cause they, cause they rolled up on that love and um Bash Reed in the woods, and it's like they didn't right. draw no guns or nothing. They, they, they was like, dude, who the fuck you thought you was fooling? Right. You ain't fooled me. <laughs> <laughs> cause you wouldn't let you. Cause again, you a bad motherfucker. You wouldn't let yourself. First of all, if Stagecoach Mary wanted me to give it all up, I'd have gave it all up. I'm person like Stagecoach Mary. She was living the life. Stagecoach Mary had all the money. Yes, she had the she saloon. She said she had a saloon in Douglasville. She had a saloon in another place. Like Stagecoach Mary was getting that bread. <laughs> she was like, she was like, Negro, I don't need. She was like, Negro, if you coming around here with your, I'm looking for ruthless buck, buck ass, get the fuck around, get the fuck on, boy. <laughs> I ain't got time for that. Like Mary, letting you know, Mary, letting you know, she a strong, independent woman. She don't need a man for shit. <laughs> she was like, but I love your dumb ass. So let's go out here and get this food, cause we can't, we can't happily be in love if your dumb ass out here chasing this man. Right. So that so that was so yeah, but but one thing that Jay Z was really, 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 really emphasized on. Like this was one of the things that Jay Z was really heavy on. Is that when Bass Reed is talking to um Nat Love and Nat Love mm-hmm. go, Oh, you know I was gonna kill you when I seen you and your boys bring in Rufus Buck. He said you know, um Bass Reed goes it wasn't me. It wasn't me and nobody else. I'm, I do. I did. I did it by myself. Mm-hmm. I eat a Long Ranger because the Long Ranger. Yeah, is ba- he was badass. Yeah, because you know Bass Reed. Bass Reed is the actual Long Ranger. Is the actual the Long the Long Ranger like from the movies and shit. Blah blah blah. The, ba- the ba- Bass Reed is actually the person that the Long Ranger is depicted off of because Bass Reed is a bad motherfucker. Like Bass Reed. Bass Reed used to have criminals turning themselves in because they didn't want to run into him. Wow. He he's responsible for catching three thousand people on his Ooh. lonely. So he incarcerated. This motherfucker was the bad. Like he, they said at one point it was this one dude. He evaded Bass Reed for years. He said Bass Reed finally caught up to him, and the dude went into the standoff, knowing he gonna lose. He was like, "Man, I'm just, I'm just happy this is over. I'm just happy this nightmare is over." <laughs> that bad? Oh my god! Like that's how bad of like imagine a and then he black on top of that. So imagine a bad motherfucker. Is like you know how, like you know how much of a bad motherfucker you get? like it's one thing to be a bad motherfucker it's another thing to be a bad motherfucker and have the respect of everybody yeah because you know they were super racist back then so for for them to be like nah you do your job so well that we're gonna let you a black man be a part of be be a part be a part of the um 
be a part of the, not part of the police because they he'll be other but police be a part be a part of the, be, a, be, be 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 out here doing the shits. Mm-hmm. Like it like that's some like that's some that's like a high like you got like they they he had motherfuckers shook. Yeah, he did. So yeah, Jay Z wanted to make sure he pointed out because he said that because he said it he said it at least three times during the conversation. So he was very proud of that moment about so he was very proud about he was very he was very proud about that moment in the in the way they depicted it because it was because he said because again everything they say is subtle because he yeah he was part he was a u.s marshal he didn't they, they didn't say it they didn't say it they didn't say it in this braggadocious thing because he just he said it you know he said it, he said it calmly he said he he just like it's like in the movie he just lets nat know like First of all, you're fucking lying. That's all it is in the movie. That's all it is. Cause Nat Turner go, I mean Nat Nat Love go. Well, I was gonna kill you and your and your you and your you and your men when I seen y'all bring in Rufus. And he was like, for the record, it was just me. Mm-hmm. So he was letting he was letting him know like I you was not you you was not there because if you was actually there, you know it's just me. And then he went about his day. Like even when even even in the final showdown, when the dude's talking about some I bet you I killed more people than you. Mm-hmm. And he looks at him and he goes, I bet your right arm you had kill you haven't killed more people than me. Yep. And when that and when the, and when that money blows up and when that money and when that um stagecoach blows up, what come what falls off is what falls off? the money no 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 not the money one not oh. the money remember remember when he remember he remember remember when he um when he goes when bass reed goes he goes cherokee bill let me talk to you for a minute man because remember this is after they steal the money this is after they steal the money in um, maryville he goes let me and this yeah. is and he and he and he says cherokee bill let me talk to you for a minute and then the stagecoach blows up i know he saved him yeah and his sorry ass no nah, but, <laughs> but what but, but what fa- but what falls on the ground beside them Damn! What what falls? I don't remember. Old dude, arm, his right oh, arm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because remember oh, yeah, he goes. Because yeah. remember again, going back to the subtleties, yes. like everything has a subtle meaning in his movie. So when he goes, <laughs> I bet you my right arm. He goes, I bet you my oh, right yeah. arm that I kill more people than you. And he was like, because he shoot, because you know you shoot with your right. He goes, uh-huh. he goes, I bet you, I bet you, you haven't. Because that's why I didn't. Bash remakes a reference, so he goes, he goes, because he goes. Oh, because Cherokee Bill. Oh man, what the fuck? He goes, yep. what? He goes, what? What you think is his right or his left arm? What the fuck <laughs> is going on? Like, so again, every chance they tried to, because do because y'all already watched the movie, so we don't have to give y'all an obnos, obnosis of the movie or whatever. Cherokee Bill kept on getting chance after chance to be a nice person. Yes, what an idiot! <laughs> like he was like Cherokee, Cherokee again. Cherokee Bill, Cherokee Bill was letting y'all know, like, yeah, like, because what happens is Cherokee Bill is because remember they was about to have the first, they was about to have the first duel. Uh-huh. Him and him and um him and him and Jimmy. He go, man, dog. He lets him know. He said, "I think motherfuckers just talk too damn much." That's what I think. <laughs> he tells him, "I think motherfuckers that talk too much get actually." Remember, he says verbatim. Correct me if I'm wrong, everybody listening. But I think in that first duel, when um when 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 that tries to go, this is how much you know a bad. This is how much you know a badass of a badass um stage coach Mary. Is. Stage coach Mary is like, yo, I'm going into Redville. I'm going into I'm going into Redwood, and I'm gonna see what I get, information I gather. He was like, and what make you think I'm gonna let you go there? And she go. 
I wasn't asking your permission. Right. I was like, okay, then, bad, bad motherfucker. They was like, again, these the these women in the West were not servitude. They was not in servitude to the men. She's his equal. She's like, dude, yeah. I'm not asking your permission. I'm going. Granted, it's a stupid idea. Yeah. So it was a it, it, it was a stupid idea from the get go because you ran with the Nat Love gang. Rufus Buck yeah. knows you run with the Nat Love gang. Rufus Buck knows if there's anything on earth is that Nat Love is coming looking for him. Right. So that was a stupid. So it was a stupid idea, but he couldn't stop her anyway. So you, you know, in life, sometimes you gotta let women do things. You gotta be like, see, I try to tell you. <laughs> and it was one of those I try to tell you, dumbass. I love you. I love you, but I try to tell you type thing. Right, her ass went by herself. Like exactly, and my, my, my favorite part is when Trudy Smith, when when that goes. So where's your boss? And Trudy Smith go balls. Who, right, who are you talking to? Balls. <laughs> Who the fuck? My balls. That's my that's my homie. That's my that's my homie. Like we kicking and shit. But balls. Man, right. my ball balls. She looked at him like balls. Oh, but you, I was like, oh, but you cute though. Like you cute, but your bullshit. <laughs> then you know, like, 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 right. So, but yeah, but 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 when that was when that was when um Jimmy finally meets Cherokee Bill, and he was like, y'all heard you the fastest in the West or some shit. He was like, yo, I was like, he was like, he was like, that's some bullshit. He said he said some bullshit. That's some bullshit. I just I just think motherfuckers just run motherfuckers they run their mouth too much and they get shot. Hmm. Fast forward to when they got. Remember, fast forward to when. Fast forward to when they about to um, unhitch the horse, and then Cherokee mm. Bill sticks the gun into um Nat Love's head. Yeah. Then in there, see, and I remember, the Long Ranger told Jimmy, "Yo, all that flashy shit gonna get you killed." Yeah. All that flashy shit gonna get you killed. Cuffy told you, "I rather ride. I rather ride to the. I rather ride to who into war on a dark horse than a red than a than a than a, than a gold stallion." What the fuck? Taraji Junior. <laughs> she really do like Taraji. Like when you threw it, when you threw, I said, "Yo, that's who the fuck she looked like." Because shit, because at a certain point, because when you said that, I said, "Yo, that was it, Taraji." Because Taraji looked young as fuck. So I'm like, "Yo, because the, the it's the facial expressions." Now, how much? How much can be gathered? Ten thousand. Maybe fifteen if every last cent can be squeezed. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody to leave town until we collect it all. And if you fail to comply, you and everything you love will burn. Yes, that's what it was. Her face was like she, like she, like she, like she never had a not not strong face. Yeah, that motherfucker like Taraji, like you said, the Taraji Junior. But when <laughs> when she he goes, what the fuck? That supposed to mean that shiny shit get shot? Because he was too busy, he was too busy. They told him all oh, that fancy shit gonna get you killed. Cause when he start the cause when he seen that. He when he seen that Cherokee Bill again was not an honorable person. Why the fuck you gonna yeah. challenge him to a duel? He literally got a gun to nag Love's head. Shoot this boy. Really? 
In the back? What you think, Bagworth? Nah, you wouldn't do that. See, now we'll have to put a bullet in his cranium. We'll never know who the fastest really is now, will we? Yeah. And here you go. We're going to count to five. I know, right? <laughs> when I tell you, <laughs> Jimmy was the slowest motherfucking count I've ever seen in my life. Countdown from five. Five. I want y'all to remember this. I want y'all to remember this, though. Remember, you know that bullet he was putting in that gun. Uh huh. Did you did you get a chance to read what that bullet said? Yeah, it's um, it said that his name. Um. Oh, I got stuck for a second. What was his name? Oh, Cherokee Bill. It said Cherokee. Ooh, look at you! Look at you! Look at you! Because <laughs> they're gonna come. It's gonna come into play in a minute. It's gonna come into play in a minute. So. When he's loading up the gun, and then he gets to like three or some shit, and then Cherokee just shoots his man dead in the face. Bow! Yeah. I was like, it's motherfucker. Because again, why would you trust a person that's untrustworthy? Cherokee Bill lives by the... Cherokee, Cherokee Bill lives by everything that we've been taught in life. Is that... The war is not told by the... The war is not told by the good guys. The I mean, the, History is not told by the good guys. History is told by who won. So yeah, people in the West may think so. Big Cherokee Bill does play to that whole persona that he's a quick hand draw, but who's the fuck telling this story? But the people that, but the person that lived through it. Yeah, you don't know what the fuck they counted to. That's why, like in the West, I'm pretty sure a lot of people, a lot of people beat the count. Cause what? Cause what's gonna yeah. happen if you? If they say I, if I tell the guy, yo, we gonna we gonna count to three and then shoot. If I just mm-hmm. get to shooting. She dead. She can't tell nobody what he he cheated the count. Right. And the people that's watching, they're not gonna tell anybody they cheated the count because now you're gonna get killed. So yeah, he exactly. so now so now he ain't cheat the count. He's just fast. He's just fast. Cherokee Bill's the Cherokee back. So yeah, if you cheating the count on time, yeah, you're the fastest person they ever seen in their life. <laughs> what what could it, what what Cuffy say to um Jimmy? I seen faster. Where? In the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> James, this nick, this Negro said in the mirror. <laughs> that was so funny because throughout the whole movie they don't say the n word. So he goes, "This Negro said in the mirror." I was crying. <laughs> it's, the way, it's the way he said it. This Negro said in the mirror. <laughs> 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 it, it made me I was like do they even got mirrors but that shit was hilarious <laughs> it was in the in the in the in the mirror in the mirror this nigga said in the mirror 
<laughs> like oh she was like oh. he was like oh because at this point they still think he's a man he was like at this point like oh, okay like all right so all right so whew, i have too much fun talking about this movie man another, <laughs> another thing another another i'm gonna see it's another part of the movie i don't want to spoil but i'm a, i'm not well it's not spoil well it's another easter egg i don't I, it's going to take a visual to put together so make sure you some if y'all listen to this, make sure that y'all do. If you're if you're listening to this on YouTube, because we're gonna put this episode, we're gonna put this episode on YouTube. So if you are listening on YouTube, make sure you go to the Awkward Minority Instagram page. It's gonna be in the link of the description of this pod of the description of this podcast on YouTube. Make sure you go there because I'm gonna we're gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna get I'm gonna see can James put together a visual for some of the things that we talked about in the movie. What we talked about in the movie, because we're gonna need, we're gonna need Netflix permission to do it. I'm gonna see whether or not they could put some stuff together for us to show on the Aka Minority because this is one part where Cherokee Bill does some really fucked up shit to our favorite, to our boy James. Yeah, he did our boy James dirty. Yeah, he did. That's our, that's our boy. We love James. We love. We're not gonna talk about startup this episode, but we love. We love. <laughs> our, we love our boy James. You watching man? We love you, man. We love. We love the fuck out of you. But he shoots because James thinks he gets lucky and he doesn't survive the shootout because he got you know done hit a coin in his pocket or some shit. Yeah. And then Cherokee Bill goes and shoots him in the back because goddamn it, do Cherokee do Cherokee Bill do anything honorable? <laughs> right at this point, whose team is he on? He ain't on nobody's side. But well, Cher- Cherokee Bill's a dirt. <laughs> Cherokee Bill's a dirty motherfucker. Even Dion Cole. Even Dion Cole. Character done came back town, done did some look, done did some look, done did some, done helped out and shit. He threw the, he threw the, yep. he threw them over. He, but did he get killed? But he dumb ass get killed too. Cause if we're in the yes. middle of, a, they do too much talking in the middle of shootouts. <laughs> it you was, know. I think it was meant to be that way though. <laughs> I, I know it's a movie, but it was like, yo, my dude, you just threw it, you just threw it, you just threw some, you send me you just threw it, you send me Sam, um, dynamite over there and now you want to have a whole conversation with rufus <laughs> yo right. i didn't you know i loved you once oh man you don't shoot this dude first of all i ain't got all this talking for you when i i'm throwing i'm throwing my yosemite sam um little dynamite and then i'm shooting you if when i see you because you ain't quick draw mcgraw Right. That, that was that was that was cherokee bill we see cherokee bill and quick draw mcgraw and you, you ain't jimmy so when I see you, I'm shooting. Gun, <laughs> what Jay Z said, the guns go bang. The governor went bang. <laughs> Here he came down out 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 did out did Rufus butt like they did string a bell. Man, he would have suffered the same fate. Yo, 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 yo Elvis probably like, man, I'm a six more. Fuck, I play whatever role I want to because he's another person that keep on playing bad guys. Man, when they let him out, <sighs> when they let him out. Yeah, that, was, that scene was fire. Like that shit was cold. He was like, <laughs> he was like begging for it. Like he was like, which one? Which I, I don't. Yeah, if y'all, I, I, we should record this video. We should do a video for this. I done stood up to, to reenact the scene. When he when he got out, he take no handcuffs off. Yes. And he goes, which one of y'all? Which one of y'all can drive a train? Yep. I, I, I can't. I would lie. I can. <laughs> I can't. Shot I can't. everybody I, 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 I. in that motherfucker. He said but him. that other that one dude raised his hand. He said I can. 
He said, shoot everybody. Cause the, uh, which was funny. Which is funny and like, okay, thank you. Going the little boy, like, I can. He was like, shoot everybody but him. And like, he just, and then he gets to walking. He gets to walking. The guns get to blasting and then the bullets yep. flying in front of him. The body's <laughs> dropping. That train yes. scene, yo, that train scene is a cold, like, it, like if you don't get hype off that train scene, there's something wrong with you. Yep. It's something wrong I, with I you. I even like Cherokee Bill in that part. Exactly. I was in love with Cherokee Bill's character yep. in that part. Like, I was like, yo, these they some bad motherfuckers. Because yes, I've, been, I've been waiting for, like, I've been waiting for this movie to come out. And I ain't know nothing about this movie. I just knew it was a black western. I was like, yo, this shit just looks badass. So everything about that shit, I was like, yo, the body's dropping, the bullet's flying. It just, it was just walking through, putting on his little cowboy hat. Like, he yes. just came ding. I was like, that's the <laughs> shit. That shit, that shit. That shit, that shit was fire. That shit was fire. <laughs> it really was. Then they, watched the tra- then they watched the train roll off like, yeah, motherfucker, you better leave. <laughs> Man, that, that little boy probably pulled up to the next station like, yo, I don't know what the fuck happened. It didn't, <laughs> niggas just blasted. Cause you know you gotta let off an N word. You know you gotta get one off. Niggas, niggas just be out on the train blasting. They killed my pa. They killed my daddy. My pa. They gonna kill you. Your dad done. Your dad done told you the list. Your daddy low key was a criminal. Which, which made me almost believe that Rufus Buck and his gang were were none but a bunch of criminals because they killed the. They killed that. They killed that U.S. Army platoon that was a bunch of criminals. Yeah. So I was like, damn, are they the good guys? Because, because right. again. They tell you the stories are fake, but the people are real. So I'm like, okay, maybe they they paint Cherokee Bill to be out somebody different than what I know him to be. Mm-hmm. They was like, yo, you know, well, some 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 aficionado of the goddamn law took over a town raping women and stealing silver. That's some trifling shit, right? They said that shit at the same time. But yo, Man. but yeah. So yeah, so when that part happens, one one of the other parts that they really wanted to point out was that they was prestige that was they was um that was strategic in picking the person to play stagecoach Mary. Because at the end of the movie, well towards the end of the movie when the shootout actually starts happening, remember Trudy Smith get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Trudy Smith gets the fuck out of there and stagecoach Mary chases behind her. The fight, they, they start having this fight. Now, the original fight between chair, I mean, between stagecoach Mary and Trudy Smith was originally 20 minutes. It's a 20 minute cut of that fight. They said, so they made sure that the fight was in Regina King shot to her. She pointed this out. She wanted to make sure that we knew about this. She said that they, they was fighting in the fabric district of the, of the, um, of the of the town, that's where the town makes their money. Was the dyeing of was the making of fabric? You know, because you got to die. Whenever oh. you make, because when you make fabric, you dye it. You have to dye it another color. So, yeah. for all the people listening, that's why a white t shirt, a wholesale. Uh-huh. Uh, well, for all y'all listening, well, all y'all did do fashion. That's why a white wholesale t shirt costs less than a black wholesale t shirt or a blue wholesale t shirt because that's that's just pure cotton. Blue, yeah. this blue, this blue, this blue that y'all have on y'all shirts or hoodies or whatever, that has to be, you have to dye it, you have to dye it blue. So they wanted, to, so they was making sure they pointed out to y'all that like, hey, this is like, there was fighting in like the heart and soul of the money inside of Redwood. And that, they said, they, they said that fight lasted for a good 20 minutes. Like, you know, them two, they was fighting. Like, they threw down their guns, yeah, they, they threw down their knives and shit. Like, they was, <laughs> they was scrapping. Uh-huh. 
was so badass. Like, yeah, yes. that, so that was that was my favorite part. Like two, I love that in this movie. Those were the two badasses first people in the movie. Because mm-hmm. Mary took that Mary took that ass whooping. Yes, she did. Because she took that ass whooping when they when they when they when they when they when they um when they kidnapped her and they had her tied to that chair. Yep. And and Trudy was about to kill her. She was like, "What? What if a bitch kill me then?" <laughs> that was that she did she did she did she did she snitch? Nope. She she didn't. she she held her own. She said she she said something stupid. I don't think I don't think I don't think love somebody worked down for. I mean, I mean depending on. But anyway, we ain't gonna go there. We ain't gonna go there. That's another episode for another day. But she did. But she but she they they took that run. She said, "Well, k- kill her." And she, okay, kill me, motherfucker. I'm gonna just die. I'm gonna just die right here. Then I'm gonna just die with it all. And then she, you know, she was like, "Well, you're gonna die one day, but not today." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, ooh, that was a mistake. <laughs> Which is funny because at the end of the, okay, so we, so we do have to talk about, we do have to talk about the ending. Mm-hmm. And this is another moment. This is it's really funny because Jay Z was really quick to talk about the lone wolf thing, but James Samuels actually brought this up, and he didn't talk about it. To, and he didn't talk. I'm gonna talk about this in vagueness because I don't even know statute limitations of things are up. But again, this is one of the things where we have permission to talk about, but I don't also want to talk about it too much because the feds are listening. The feds are always listening, so whatever. And I don't know, I don't know, I don't know Jack Squad about nothing. I'm just gonna tell you, I'm just gonna, I'm just, you know, whatever. Anyway, you know the scene where Nat Love goes into the building to get Rufus Buck. Uh huh. And Rufus Buck, he goes in there and he's sitting at, and he and they they um James said they had like a two month argument about that, like the right, like the like the like the producers and writers of the movie. That was like, wow. no, he would, he wouldn't be like this. It would be like this. He would go in there, and this would happen, and this would happen, this would happen. He said, well, he just, he said, for some reason, he said, for some reason, I called Jay Z. He said, I don't know why Jay Z don't write. Jay Z is not a director of movie, not an actor or whatever. He said, I called Jay Z. He said, Jay Z. He said, I'm telling Jay Z what we want to write and how it's gonna go. We're saying no, he wouldn't do this. He would do that. He would, he would be sitting. He'd be standing. He'd have the guns drawn. And he said, Jay Z goes in the most common voice he ever heard. He said, You you know how this would go. He said, How would I know how this would go? Because James, James is James. James has like a strong voice. I don't know if y'all mm-hmm. knew. When, whenever they put, whenever James then put together this clip thing for us with the little, with the little facts about the movie, you're gonna hear James' yeah. voice. James is a. If y'all have never heard James talk, James is like a. His his voice is naturally loud. So he goes, "How would I know how this is gonna go?" He was like, "When it's your time to go in the game, you know it's your time to go in the game. So you have to affect. You have to accept it." Mm-hmm. He said, "You know, Rufus Buck. At this point, he done did everything he can. He done did everything he can to say the corner. You know, he done did everything he can to take his city back. And even and at that and at that point, when they blow the money up, he failed. Yeah, you try to get Nat Love to get the money for you, and it, it end up it end up failing. So he says, mm-hmm. when Nat Love comes into that room, he's he said he's he's more he said he's nursing a drink." He he was like nursing a drink. He said yes. He said when Nat Nat Love goes into that room, he's nursing a drink because Nat Love wants revenge. Nat Love is a man mm-hmm. of honor. Unlike Cherokee, if Cherokee Bill's coming for you, then yeah, you'll be standing guard. But he know he said he knows that Nat Love is not going to shoot him in the back. 
Because yeah. Nat Love wants to look him in the face before he does what he got to do. So he said he'll right. be nursing. He said so he'll be nursing the drink, facing the facing the wall or whatever. He'll be nursing the drink, and his guns will be on the table. Yeah. So yeah, Jay Z. Jay Z basically. Jay Z basically set the surrounding for that scene. Like he set the surrounding for the scene, and he set the surround. He set the surrounding for the scene as if he was speaking from experience. So he said that he set the surrounding for that scene. Mm-hmm. He was like James was like and James, he was like he was like and James to know that from some whatever y'all see what I'm trying to apply y'all see what I'm trying to apply without implying because <laughs> I because because it's because again we could say it on the podcast but again I don't want to be responsible for starting no shit yeah so it's like so he was like you know from the stories from the from the stuff we have talked about before you should know this from experience of how 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 this type of how certain situations would happen. Yeah, and so they wrote it in the movie, and it is probably beautiful because if you look at it, not one time like Rufus knew the end was there. Yeah, in a sick way, Rufus did what he wanted to do. Yeah, because Rufus, because 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 in the middle of their com- in their middle of their confrontation, Rufus reveals. That like his father, he was like, you know, my father, he was not a he was not a good man. Like when they're saying he's like, my father was not a good man. My father used to beat me. My father used yeah. to beat my father used to beat my mother. If the dinner was cooked too cold, if the dinner was cooked, if the good if the dinner was not cooked well, he would beat her. If the dinner was cooked too raw, I mean if the dinner was cooked, if the cooked dinner was burnt, he'll beat her. If the dinner was late, he'll beat her. My father used to just drink and beat beat me and my mom. Said then mm-hmm. he just then one day and he said just one day he just left. One day he left and never came back. He went and started a family with another woman. They started mm-hmm. a family. They had a son. Then he gave them. He you know he went off and lived a happy life. And I never heard from him since. And you're watching and you're like, wait a minute, like could this be? Is he talking about? Because again, it's a movie, so it's at certain at certain times in the movie you can predict. She'd be like, "Is he talking about?" It's like, "Oh shit, that's his brother!" Right. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, that was a powerful scene, though, between them. Yeah, it was really, it's... and then it then it gets then it, my bad, I didn't mean to cut you off. My bad. No, go ahead. Sorry. Because it gets deep. Because then the scene gets a little deeper if you listen to the words he's saying. Because he goes. Yeah. I wanted to do to you what our father feared of me. So, so, cause remember, cause like he was saying, I want you to go right. Cause remember he said, I want you to go. I want you, you, you alone to go rob that bank without a mask. I want them to see your face. So he basically knew that when he did that shit to his father, he knew that he turned that love into a into an outlaw, and he wanted to yeah. see he wanted to see his father's pride become just as corrupt as he was. Mm-hmm. But he said, "I he said I'm he said I'm a bad he said I'm a I'm a he said I'm a bad man, but I never was bad enough to kill my own brother." Yep. So yeah, I I don't I don't know I, I personally I don't, I don't know now to kill him. I know. Cause it's He's like, just... <laughs> cause that's what you want. Cause you want. Cause you want. Cause you want. Cause he tell. Cause if he like, can we say, I don't. I don't think I can kill my own brother. It's like, 
I can't give you that satisfaction that you're looking for now because me killing right. you is going to make me the evil person that you wanted me to be. It's going to make me an evil person in your eyes. I don't want you to get that. Yep. So yeah, so, when he, and he didn't get a second chance. That that sucked for him. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, so it's like Rufus. So it's like Rufus Buck did all of this because of the love he didn't get from because of the love he didn't get from his father. In the again, again, y'all in the in the movie because in real life, Rufus Buckles is, is a low down, dirty scoundrel, raping, raping, and raping and killing women and shit. So that, so that's that's the thing. So yeah, so so the but the so the movie so the movie does a great job of giving Rufus Buck. It it gave Rufus Buck a side outside of the side that he had because the side outside of, the side outside that he had in real life is just to being a piece of shit but the side that he side inside in the movie was that yo i'm a piece of shit we get it cool but i'm also i did a lot of dirt for y'all mm-hmm. like in the end the dirt that i did is the dirt that i did is the dirt that i did but if you if we don't take the time right now to come together and get this money we're going to be fucked because the mayor sold the town. Yeah. So we need to come together. We need to get our shit together and we need to fix this shit. So Rufus Buck. So I like that. The, so I like that Rufus Buck had like a turning point in his life. Mm-hmm. But what you did when you was younger was so fucked up. There's no going back. Like you had to just accept the fate. Yeah. So actually Nat love killing Rufus Buck didn't make him the bad guy that Rufus may have thought he they thought he had turned that love into. He just he just honestly was a man looking for revenge because you did kill my you did you did kill my mother that had nothing to do with this. In the end, if yeah. if if our father was a piece of shit, kill the father. Cause then I can like I'm just I'm just speaking like from for real life shit. Like it's like if my mother like I'm not no real life shit. I'm just thinking if I was in that situation and you killed my father and then it's like I'm looking for you all my life and I meet you and you like Yo, you know our father, our father used to beat my mother and beat me. Now I'm like, okay, cool. I can that's one of those things where it's like, okay, we 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 I may not like you, but I'm not gonna kill you. I'm not you had you had a reason. Yeah. You had your reasons. But when you killed right. the mother, but when you kill my mother, a person that had nothing to do with any of this, as far as we mm-hmm. know. And that, and you just kill her just to cause him pain? Nah, bro, we got, we got, we got different. We deal with some different type of shit now. You deserved it. Now you, now you, now, now your revenge that you was rightfully get that your the revenge that you was rightfully deserved. You now took it a step too far because you killed my mother. But do you think he would have been an outlaw if his mother was still alive? I don't think it would have been. I don't think it would have been an outlaw. Right. Because a lot of shit had to because. Basically, he ended up being on his own since he was eight. So it wasn't yeah. so much. It wasn't. It wasn't so much of being an outlaw, like being. Because Nat Love, Nat Love, even Nat Love, even in real life, is not a, a quote unquote outlaw because he's mm-hmm. more of a he's more of a Omar outlaw. And I don't know oh, if or not if a lot of y'all caught that because remember when um James is talking to the Red Hoods, he was like, "Yo, nobody knows we fucking exist. Y'all rob the banks, we rob y'all." Yeah. So they're kind of like a in the middle. It's kind of like we're not harming nobody type outlaw. But yeah. in the eye of the law, you're quote unquote an outlaw. But I but in the end I don't think he would have been an outlaw because his mother he would have had a he would have had a mother to take care of him. So 
he would have been, yeah. he would have been, he would have been, he would have been, been okay. But Rufus Buck, Rufus, but yeah. So it was. It's a it's a really it's a really it's a really interesting thing. So the movie the movie the movie is really the movie is really interesting. In case I can tell if I'm gonna put it like this, y'all can research y'all can research y'all can research Nat Love Nat Love aka Red River Dick aka Deadwood Dick. Y'all can research y'all can research that's that's all the AKAs. Y'all can research him and, and see about his life or whatever. <laughs> because it is because it is it is a it is an interesting life. Because again, he's an actual person. But the movie is a is a different dictation. Like he wasn't he wasn't actually out looking for fucking like like um what you call it looking out there looking for um revenge and shit. So you can't so you can't um so you can't read about him and stuff like that. And you can read mm-hmm. about Rufus Buck. You can read about Black Cowboys. You can read about Stagecoach Mary. You can't read about Trudy Smith because Trudy Smith is a combination of a lot of people, and they don't really have. And I have, I think I have to talk to the director to see who who he actually pulled for for Trudy Smith because Trudy Smith doesn't actually. You can you can look up Trudy Smith, but you're not going to find a Wikipedia. I like re- I like reading for Wikipedia for the most part sometimes, and then going off and doing other research. But Trudy yeah. Trudy Smith is not really going to have that much. Trudy Smith doesn't have a Wikipedia. You can, but That's you can right. be, yeah, you can read, yeah, you can read about, <laughs> you can read about Kathleen Williams. You can read about, so you can read about a lot of people. Cherokee Bill. So you can read about, um, you can read about Jim, Jimmy Rest. You can read about Jimmy. You can read about James. So it's a, it's a, it's a lot of people you can read about. And I hope y'all do take the time to read about them. And I think, that, I think we covered everything in the movie, correct? Yes. I'm not entirely sure. I, I came in here can thinking. You? He, I'm sorry. Can you believe Regina is 50 years old? Man, oh Reg- my God! She listen, Regina, gorgeous. you was looking am- <laughs> Regina, you was looking amazing. And I was like, God damn! I was like, yes. I was like, stop! Fa-. I was like, stop falling in love with this bad woman. She is bad. <laughs> she is a bad woman. Nah, she was a badass. But it's like the way she was gripping that fucking gun. It's like, yo, yo, <laughs> like, like it's, it's one of those like I shouldn't be in love with you, but oh my God, the way you gripping that, the way you shooting that gun. The, yes. Oh, 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 shoot, shoot him for me, baby, shoot him. Yeah, and then in the end, where she was just she was oh yeah, well, she there. yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying because she survived and she survived that she so it's going to be a part two. You already know it's going to be a part two. It's going to be interesting wait. to see because I hope they do a part two and a part three, honestly, because Stagecoach Mary and Nat Love they run off together, or whatever. And then you got Trudy, you got Trudy, you got um, not Trudy. Yeah, you got Trudy Smith watching over everybody. They ride off, so you know she ain't gonna let. She knows she ain't gonna let Rufus Rufus death. You know she knows she ain't gonna just let that shit go in vain. And you got the Lone Ranger and Cuffy. They going off to do some U.S. Marshal shit. Yep. That tag team. So it's like it's going to be. So it's going to be really interesting. And one thing I did want to point out is that when James was casting the movie, because it goes back to what I was just saying about how it's like, God damn Regina King, shoot them motherfuckers. He was talking. He talked about how hard it was. He talked about that he he talked about that it was going. He had to figure out a way for it to be. You root for the bad. You hate the bad guys, but he he said it had to be a good balance. He said he had to have a great co-cast to go along. He had to have a great antagonist to go along because if you put Itch's Elba. Lakeith Stanfield, Regina King as bad guys, the black people that everybody love, somebody some it has to be some great actors or some great some great characters on the other side playing the good guys for you to cheer for them. Right. 
and he did a great job in the casting the balance because it's like yeah Itch's Elba because you know everybody love Itch's Elba but it's like okay in the movie like man this motherfucker piece of shit Cherokee Bill piece of shit so it's like it was like he did a great job of the casting so he couldn't go he couldn't go which which goes back to the point of you took a big risk with Jim with um Jonathan Majors Mm-hmm. because Jonathan Majors yeah. blew up. So it would have been yeah. very interesting to see how we would have depicted Nat Love as Jonathan Majors coming off of nothing. If they if they say he would have just been like doing a bunch of small roles, I, I mm-hmm. wonder how we would have took Nat Love being Jonathan Majors. Right. I want because it's like, so yeah, it was very, it was very interesting. Damn. I like that. So that I wonder with the second one because the majority of the cast are dead. Like, <laughs> yeah, Rufus is gone. Um, Cherokee Bill, Jim, um, Bill, Pickett, all of them. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of it's a lot of but it's a lot of pe- it's a lot of people that you can't pull from in Black history to put them in the movie though. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I just one thing I do want to say, and James, if you are listening if you are still listening at this point, is please do not go crazy in the casting. We don't need, we don't need a lot of new people. <laughs> just a couple. Right. It's like, don't, don't, it's like, I, but I, but, but the way, but the way he takes to filmmaking, I already know he's not going to do too much in it. So it's like, we just need a couple fillers and replacers. Even if, even if you want to do two, even if you, even if you want to do a, a two, like a tour. Like if you want to do the harder they fall two, and then the harder they fall three, and like two, like two focuses on one side of them, and then three focuses on the other side of them. Like you know, Trudy. Yeah. You no, know, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. So I was like, even if shit, honestly, you should do a um. If honestly, personally, and I'm just speaking out loud, I I didn't talk to this man about this. I would do a pre, I would do a sequel. I would do a prequel. Because mm. then you get itches. Because then you get itches elbow back. Yeah, you get everybody that ain't dead yet. You get everybody that's dead back. That's brilliant, actually. <laughs> that re- that really is because 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 when you because when you talk about Itch's Elba, and I'm not even saying this in a bad way, is Itch's Elba. If you're going to do a, a prequel, you have to do it quickly because mm-hmm. Itch's Elba is not showing his age per se, but he's showing his age a little bit. Yeah. So you have to do the prequel as quick as possible so that you can keep the you can keep the integrity of the film. Mm-hmm. So then then you can do your then because Jonathan Majors is only thirty two. Um, stagecoach, you know, stagecoach Mary. I don't. I, I watch Atlanta too much to not know this woman's name, so I do apologize. She's 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 young too, so it's like you can kind of you can kind of do whatever to do this whenever. Cause Regina mm-hmm. King, Regina King, black don't crack. So you can, so it's like you can do, you can kind of low key do theirs whenever. But if you're going to do, but if you're going to do the prequel, then you have to be, you have to. I think you should, I personally think you should do a prequel. Yeah, the show, the show, I the, agree. The show, the state, the show, the um, the show, the um, the Rufus Buck game becoming how the Rufus Buck game became the Rufus Buck game, and then you can end the prequel with him getting locked the fuck up. Yep. Give Shoot, a, you know it would be so cool. If he did those individual stories himself, like 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 you said, but for all of them, instead yeah. of other people doing it, <laughs> I like see I like that idea, but he would have to recast a certain he would have to recast Stagecoach Mary. Yeah, 
Because if he, because his whole thing about Stagecoach Mary and her not being an accurate depiction was that he's trying to tell a story. He's trying to tell a story a certain way. So he needed, so he needs certain people to look a certain way in the story or whatever. So he would have mm. to recast. His whole thing was, I'm not doing an autobiography. Like, I'm not doing a real-life depiction yeah. of her. I'm not doing a real-life, this-is-her-life type thing. So he would have to recast Stagecoach Mary and Cherokee Bill. Yeah, okay. So I don't know or not he's going to be the person to do it. Or uh, it's... I want... it's because And at some point, too, I would have to see a script for some of these movies to even determine right now that would be good movies. Because sometimes... You can sometimes sometimes stories are great, but it's like, can you get it into? Can you? How much of a story can you pull up out of it? Yeah, that's true. I'm just saying, like in a different world, it would have been. Yeah. Now, if he now cool. now if they recast Stagecoach Mary and they do some shit with Stagecoach Mary, I can definitely see. I can definitely see a movie out of it. Okay. But they would have to recast Stagecoach Mary. <sighs> Or he could just, or he could just rock with that shit and just face the criticism. It's, it's on, it's on him. But I'm just saying, they might have to. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, thank y'all for checking out the Aka Minority Podcast. We do this each and every Wednesday. This is a Squire Side Eat production. Make sure you subscribe to all. Make sure you subscribe to all our social links. If y'all are new around here, stay true around here, and we'll see y'all next week for another episode of the Aka Minority Podcast. The harder they fall is screaming right now on Netflix. Make sure you check it out. Oh man, we also when you're done checking out the harder they fall, make sure you also follow that up with with Concrete Cowboys. It features Itches Elba. That's a great movie as well that I meant to touch on, but it doesn't mm-hmm. really. But whatever. So yeah, make sure y'all check out both those movies. Shout out to Netflix for allowing us to the, the space and the opportunity to talk about this. Thanks, thank you to them for supplying the audio that you have heard throughout the t- throughout this podcast. We do appreciate them for that, and thank you Netflix for putting together the little special package that we do have coming to our to our um to our Instagram to exclusively to our Instagram. Make sure y'all also check that out. That link is in the description of the podcast. Would you like to say something to the people before we leave? Hey, you summed it up. Thank you. Definitely thank you. Our misfits are going to enjoy the movie too. I know that for sure. Yeah. If, if you, they haven't seen it already. Yeah, if you haven't seen the movie already, make sure you go and watch it again because I have seen it at least seven times and I can't get enough of it. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it again tomorrow. <laughs> Most definitely. So you can pick up on some of the things that we talked about in the show. Yes. <sighs> cause it's cause it's other things. Oh, cause this one cause remember we didn't even talk about how well, we did talk about it, and I'm pretty sure it's it's been pointed out. Cause remember, um, oh, we didn't even talk about it. The gun. You remember the bullet? You remember that bullet that had Cherokee's yeah. name on it? Yeah. When remember Cuffy shot Cherokee Bill? Uh huh. That bullet. She only shot him with one bullet. Right. You know what that? You know what that bullet said? I don't think so. That bullet said Cherokee. But it, but but it was because it was um it was um it was what you call his gun. It was um Jimmy's gun. She shot him with Jimmy's gun. Oh okay. Cause oh yeah, so she shot that. Cause remember she was like, "What you gonna do? Shoot me in the back too?" Oh yeah, okay, yes. Oh my she gosh, told, I'm gonna have to watch. This she told tomorrow. y'all. She told y'all. I'm the quick. She told you. I seen quicker. Well, yep. when I look, when I look in the mirror. <laughs> This Negro said, I look in the mirror. She told you she was the quickest. She shot that ass. Bow. One shot. 
That's why it took him so long to die because he got hit one time. That's why he fell in the street and all that other shit. And mm-hmm. Netflix is putting together something nice for us, so I don't want to spoil too much of things. But when y'all see it, y'all gonna be like, oh my god, that is dope. So yeah, make sure y'all look <laughs> out for that. It's gonna be when we put when we put this up, I'm gonna put this we're gonna put this up the same time that we put it up. So you'll be able to see it. So make sure y'all watch the Heart They Fall, screaming now on Netflix. Shout out to Netflix. Thank y'all for letting us be a part of this. Big thank yes, you. Thank Big you. thank you to Regina King. Thank you to mm-hmm. Lakeith Stanfield, Itches Elba. Everybody that was a part of this, James Sangers, thank you for taking the time to even talk to us about the movie. I hope we did you. I hope we did with you a good service of it, because I honestly could talk about three hours about this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Good night. Bye.